0: Welcome back to our special Presidents' Day celebration. This is Mom,
1: and hey, kiddos, this is Dad.
0: And you are waking up today to February the fifteenth, known as Presidents',
1: president's Day,
0: day. which is a federal, federal holiday. holiday.
1: <laughs> yes, and that is why you are not going to school.
0: Congratulations, yes. but it's a special day to honor it's, the history of America
1: and its presidents. Uh, and thank you. Think of it as not, but. This has been going on since the 1800s, so.
0: That's right. Yes. Presidents' Day is actually a very interesting day because we are honoring a couple of presidents. We're gonna to talk to you about the history of it, tell you some of our favorite presidents, and some neat new facts. Yeah.
1: Presidents' Day actually starts, started off as a, uh, memoriam, a memorial to Our very first president, George George Washington. Washington. That's right.
0: Right after his death in 1800. He died in 1799. So they -hmm. commemorated him like that. Commemorated
1: him. But it it was expanded to also commemorate other presidents. Uh, You know, next to uh, Washington's birthday is... Abraham Lincoln. That's right. The Gettysburg Address. The man himself. Honest Abe. Honest Abe. I like him. They're both honest. You know what? They're both honest people.
0: One did chop down a cherry tree. <laughs>
1: Actually, that's a myth. He did not chop down a cherry tree. <laughs> what
0: is that? Is it difficult to chop down a cherry
1: tree? No, At his just...
0: age and time, is that what they were saying?
1: No, I don't think. but it's, but a cherry I remember. tree. but a cherry tree was a prized prize tree back then because it's like, the fruit's good.
0: Yeah, because he was. The fruit's good. The fruit's he was good. six years old and he received a hatchet as a gift and damaged his father's cherry tree, is mm. the myth. But he actually damaged it. He didn't chop it down. Mm. So we want to introduce you guys to George Washington.
1: George, uh, yeah, George, no middle name, Washington.
0: <laughs> he did not have a middle name. That's right. He is just George Washington. And all of his hair was real. And I've actually heard a myth that his teeth were made from wood. Uh. Is this
1: true? I would say no. Most <laughs> most uh, dentures or uh, most dentures back then, if you were a man of stature, would uh, have been most definitely. What's made, a man of
0: stature mean? Man
1: of stature. He was a dude with lots of money. He, he had position in life.
0: I don't think he had lots of money. Actually, I think because he was uh, the French and Indian war hero, yeah. he had a lot of respect. So of respect. people were willing to do Get things a for him. A, I mean, a lot of this was built on a barter system where yeah. money wasn't really the prized possession. People were Doing favors for one another, trading stuff like a barter system. Like
1: homeboy had money.
0: <laughs> well, another thing was is that they say George Washington was born on February twenty second, but this is not true. He was actually born on February the eleventh, seventeen
1: thirty one, as opposed to February twenty second, seventeen thirty two. So yes,
0: um, all of his hair was will- real. It mm-hmm. looks white because he put powder in it. That's what they did. <laughs>
1: That's what they did back in the day. Uh, this was actually a throwback to. Uh, They're British roots because this is the way how men in Parliament, uh, and actually they still do to this day, yeah, wear wigs. sometimes
0: in Congress. Actually, they wear wigs. Yeah, yeah. wigs. 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 Wigza. Wigs. So, George Washington was made an honorary citizen of France. Uh, yeah. What?
1: Is it because of the French-American War? Or the French Indian War, I should say.
0: French and Indian War.
1: French and Indian War.
0: Um, For a time, George Washington was a non-president commander-in-chief, but he didn't do much. He, in 1798, when fears were growing of a French invasion, Washington was named by John Adams, commander-in-chief of the U.S. military, Even though he wasn't president anymore, apparently this was a strategy to help recruiting, as Washington's name was very well known.
1: Yeah, that's right. I mean, he was just like, he was basically Steve Jobs back in the day.
0: Oh, you know what the cool thing is? Is that he was the highest ranking military officer of all time. No one in U.S. military history will ever hold the rank that he held.
1: What was that rank?
0: Um, I'm not really sure. It just says in 1976, Washington was awarded the highest rank in the U.S. military ever. (laughs) So
1: he's like the crab poobah. He
0: was a lieutenant general. But as century passed, this three-star rank did not seem
1: commensurate
0: with what he had accomplished. So, going back on George Washington, we want to tell you a little bit about his They early make
1: him years. a five-star general?
0: Uh, he's, was, wait, Patton was a five-star general. Four. Oh, it's a four-star general.
1: Four goes up Well, four. I, we'll
0: have to explain military well, okay. All right, we'll
1: get there. to the kids.
0: But George Washington was born on February 22nd is what they say, but he was actually born on February the 11th. He's born, um, actually, Abraham Lincoln was born on February 12th. Mm-hmm. Um, at his family's plantation on Popes Creek in Westmoreland County in the British colony of Virginia.
1: Mm, British colony of Virginia mm, that's cool so how did he uh, become president mom well
0: it's interesting thank you that's a great question no you're here 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 you're here 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 sorry here here he was raised in Virginia after Washington's father died when he was only 11 he helped his mother manage the plantation well did you know at the time of his death in 1799 that he was, we said, commemorated. I'm just going to I'm not ready to talk about this yet. <laughs> Few details about Washington's early education are known. Although children of prosperous families like his typically were taught at home by private tutors or attend a private school. So you were right. He had some dough. Yeah. It's believed he finished his formal schooling around at the age of 15. Yeah,
1: that's right. wow. that's about right. I mean, like well, how much more schooling do you need after 15?
0: He was actually very good at mathematics. Yeah. Yeah. He was a surveying expeditions into the Virginia wilderness earned him enough money to begin acquiring land of his own. Now that was a big deal back in the day getting land.
1: Land is king or land is president.
0: In December of 1752, Washington who had no previous military experience was made a commander of the Virginia militia.
1: Wow, yeah. I'll be like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa." <laughs> he had no experience. He just been he had just been like hanging out and just surveying land and somebody goes, "Hey, Washington, you. You. You're the Commander. one. Now, You're ta-
0: now, I think that you should explain what a militia is.
1: A militia basically, well, it was very popular back in the day, like a long time ago. But it's basically an informal military. Uh, an informal military of uh, citizens. Back in the day, a long time ago, when the birth of our nation occurred, there wasn't really any money or wasn't really any... There wasn't really any money uh, for a standing military. So people, as they, they did their duty... Uh, would actually stand up and fight whenever whenever they were called upon. That's what a militia is.
0: Yeah. Well, he was named the commander of this militia. Yeah. He saw action in the French and Indian War, which was known as the Seven Year War, mm. and was eventually put in charge of all of Virginia's militia forces. So by seventeen fifty nine, Washington had resigned his commission, returned to Mount Vernon, and was elected to the Virginia House of Burgess,
1: mm. Virginia. Okay. Where
0: he served until seventeen seventy four. He then married Martha Washington. She had a different last name, but she's pretty famous
1: too. Martha Dandridge Custis.
0: <laughs> I wasn't going to try that. What a middle name.
1: She is a middle name.
0: And he became a stepfather to her children
1: because mm-hmm. he never had kids of his own.
0: That's true. He never had any kids of his own.
1: Yeah.
0: In the ensuing years, Washington expanded Mount Vernon from 2,000 acres into an 8,000 acre property with five farms. George Washington, during the American Revolution, led, there's a very famous painting of this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's
1: right. Uh, Oh, wait, hold on, Garrett. Hold on. The American Revolution, remember, guys, is with our fight against the British for independence.
0: Yes, because we were being taxed heavily, and we were basically just farmers at this point working for a foreign ruler, and yeah. people were fed up with it. And they No said, taxation
1: without representation.
0: Correct. They did not feel like their money was being put into the right spots, mm-hmm. and this is where our, our guy shows up. Mm-hmm. He had begun uh to become involved in this war and washington was named the commander-in-chief of the continental army so he goes back up in the, in the military ranks and he's you know here he is again he's like oh you know i guess i guess i'll do it again i'm here i've got some experience He proved to be a better general than military strategists. His strength laid not in his genius on the battlefield, but in his ability to keep the struggling colonial army together. So his troops really loved him and supported him. Mm -hmm. And his troops were poorly trained. They lacked food. Um, ammunition. During this time, we were talking about guns and mm-hmm. what kind of guns they use. I mean, I, I, they used muskets, right? Muskets. 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 So this is a very large gun.
1: Very like, long gun.
0: It's very long and it's like slender, kind of. Mm-hmm. And I want you to tell them the process of actually loading one of these things. So, so they you can have, just get a little bit of reality. So
1: when you shoot around or you shoot a bullet, you have to go. You have to put down gunpowder. So in, this is like a
0: black powder. Yeah, that you, you put, put inside of this. Yeah, long you have to put gun
1: in long gun. You have to like put it down there. Like, you have to get this pellet that's made out of lead, and you have to, like, jam it in there, and basically then you can... There's a flint involved, but basically you can just shoot it after... You have to
0: clean it after each shot. Uh, you Isn't
1: have to get. Right? Yeah, you have to clean it. You have to clean it somewhat.
0: So you have to hope that you can hurry up and, like, clean this thing out, put a bullet down in there, and shoot it before the other guy shoots yeah.
1: you. This uh, is I think extremely difficult. I shot one when I was in the Boy Scouts. Really? And I think they said that a really good musketeer, mm-hmm. or just... A musketeer, I guess, what I'm going to call yeah. it that. Uh, should be able to shoot three times in a minute.
0: Wow, that's not a lot, really, when you think about it. No. I mean, not in today in modern warfare, but when we look at how they would come to the battlefield to meet, the, George Washington would have to lead these people by horse to the the to the enemy, and then they would stand in front of each other and mm-hmm. just shoot. I mean, I always thought, like, why didn't they move? <laughs> just get out of the way. That was the just way. standard
1: warfare, and that's basically uh, basically, what had happened was they changed that tactic over the years. The people don't fight in wars like that anymore. That was, uh, that was basically uh, a remnant of how wars were fought back in uh, England when you'd have the armies come together at a field and then they'd do their their fighting.
0: I'm glad that you brought up a field because I wanted to talk about Valley Forge.
1: Mm, Oh, yeah?
0: Valley Forge. So George Washington was really well known for being able to keep his troops together and motivated that is something that makes a wonderful leader so general george washington and his weary troops arrived at the valley forge pennsylvania six days before christmas in 1777. the men were hungry and tired after a string of losing battles that had resulted in the british capture of the patriot capital of philadelphia The defeats had led some members of the Continental Congress to want to replace Washington. So they're saying, okay, this guy's losing, you know, and we're going to get rid of him. Because they believe that he was completely incompetent. Which, by the way, that's highly offensive. (laughs) Because, I mean, he's doing the best that he can. The Valley Forge Winter Campsite was approximately 20 miles northwest of Philadelphia. About a day's march from the British-occupied American capital. Washington picked the spot because it was close enough to keep an eye on British troops sheltering in Philadelphia, yet far enough away to prevent a surprise attack on his own continental army. Washington and his men would remain at the camp for approximately six months, from December 1777
1: until June 1778. Man, that's a long, yeah, I'm I'm sure they were pretty hungry.
0: Yeah, because, I mean, they're, they're, they're trying to fend for themselves, you know, do a battle and everything else, but this was the battle that he did win. That gave him so much respect, and you know they did military training at Valley Forge. It's actually a very, very um, a beautiful spot to go to, and I know that you can travel there, so that's wonderful. He became the Continental Army's chief drill master. And he, Well, I'm sorry. He did not. The General George Washington impressed his acumen. Okay, I'm going to go back to George Washington now because Valley Forge, I can talk about it all day. But over the course of the grueling eight-year war, it wasn't seven years, obviously it was eight. Now they're saying it's eight. The colonial forces yeah, won few battles but consistently held their own against the British. So there was the end of the Revolutionary War and Washington was declared a national hero. Now, what would one think to do with a national hero? Uh, America's first president. That's
1: right. That's right.
0: Between, uh, U.S., Washington believed he had done his duty, gave up his command of the army, and returned to Mount Vernon, intent on resuming his life as a gentleman, farmer, and family man. However... In seventeen eighty-seven, he was asked to attend the Constitutional Convention in Philadelphia and head the committee to draft the new constitution. What constitution might that be? The big one. Which oh, you mean the US Constitution. The one
1: with the treasure map behind it.
0: <laughs> if you guys have never seen national treasure, your dad is Nicholas Caging right now. So yeah, he was an impress he had very impressive leadership and he had a lot of integrity. And I think that integrity is a is a great word because it's doing the right thing. When no one is looking. Isn't that wonderful?
1: Yeah. We're standing behind your commitments.
0: You know, and something I love about your father is he served our country as well. You know, and he was, he actually did tours and fought in wars and- he was, he's a hero as well. So oh, thanks, babe. Dad.
1: Babe, stop it.
0: Stop You're so sweet. Oh, you're embarrassing me. Your father me. served in the Navy.
1: Oh, no? yeah, that's true. This is true. So,
0: what, I mean, it, it, being in the military back in the day versus today is entirely different.
1: Yeah, so easy. Mine was just like on a club bed. I was like in a hotel or something.
0: No, I highly <laughs> doubt that. Well, you know, I also want to tell you that, you know, George Washington was not perfect, but he was... Um, You know, he was a prominent part of bringing the United States together. Um, You know, he... I want to touch a little bit on the topic of slavery because he did have 300 enslaved people.
1: At the time of his death. At the time
0: of his death. And he had... You know, and that's horrible. We, We do not... We do not like that at all, but during that time, people had those um, slaves. they were brought over during the transatlantic slave trade um, from Africa. I mean, it's a it's a very long story, which I'd love to get into get into it with you. you know, when I was in college taking African history, you can ask me anything. I really like that. Africa is fascinating, but not the topic of today. America is President's Day, rock and roll. But one of the things that I really liked is that he said that he, did not like slavery on his deathbed and wanted all of his slaves to be freed after his wife Martha Washington passed away
1: yeah I suppose that was uh, that was a paramount or tantamount uh, to the direction the country was going uh, but it did oh, it did take 15 more presidents until slavery was completely abolished
0: That's right and you know that brings us. To the end of George Washington, although he has a lot of other points that are wonderful, we'd love to go into them with you, but he did quite a bit. So <laughs> we're going to take you now into Abraham Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln, the 16th president. Sixteen. 16th- Sorry, I like that song, <laughs> Commander in Chief song. Abraham Lincoln became the United States'
1: sixteenth president in 1861.
0: Wait, isn't he on the penny too?
1: Yes, he definitely is on the penny.
0: What what else is he on?
1: Uh, I think he's on the five, $5 bill. dollar bill. bill. <laughs> He's on the penny, the $5 bill, and yeah, that's a...
0: And he's also got a huge monument that when Sky was little, I took Sky to Washington, D.C. Oh, that's right. And he's sitting in a chair mm-hmm. on, in this large monument. It's beautiful. Uh, we actually have a replica of the Constitution, so that was very interesting. Wait,
1: what, what replica of the Constitution? What?
0: It's not the real one.
1: Yeah, I know, you said replica. Yeah. Okay.
0: Lincoln, you want the real one, I know, because you want to find the treasure.
1: Yeah, the treasure. Yeah, uh, Abraham Lincoln. Uh, you know, he came from humble beginnings. His dad was a frontiersman.
0: Yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't well known. Like he wasn't very rich. He was just not rich at all. He everyday was a average Joe. He
1: was a he was an average Abe. So to yeah, speak. yeah,
0: I think that that's really amazing because I mean Washington came from money and all kinds of other things, and Abraham Lincoln was just your average Joe. Yeah,
1: basically, was a farmhand, chopped down trees and all that stuff. Fought vampires, slayed them. Um, he did
0: not. So there's a movie called Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. <laughs> oh Lord, that's not true. Vampires not real. Alright, calm down. <laughs> um, he was born February twelfth, eighteen
1: o nine. That's what the vampires would have you believe.
0: And his parents were both born in Virginia, of undistinguished families, second families, perhaps. Um, he said, I should say my mother who died in my 10th year was of a family of the name of Hanks. My father removed from Kentucky to Indiana in my 8th year. It was a wild region with many bears and other wild animals still in the woods. Yeah, it's
1: weird. It's like they, they talk about all these places that were wild territories. Now it's not very wild.
0: Yeah, but I mean, back in the day, I mean, it, it was like... No, ma- I mean you could die going outside to get some wood. Big old bear just come out there. Oh my God, it's terrifying.
1: Da- danger. Yeah, Indiana was dangerous wood wood gathering territory.
0: He had four sons. Yeah. And only one of whom lived to maturity. Mm. He buried three of his children. Thanks. He married Mary Todd. Oh, mm. he married Mary. Mary Todd. Aww, uh-huh. you married Mary.
1: I did. But not uh, Mary Todd. That, I'm
0: not I'm that not one. No, married
1: you. <laughs> <laughs> I married you.
0: Yeah, yeah, Um, um He, uh, in 1858, Lincoln ran against Stephen A. Douglas for senator. He actually lost that election. Mm-hmm. Um, but in debating with Douglas, he gained a national reputation that won him the Republican nomination for president in 1860. As president, he built the Republican Party into a strong national organization, and he issued the Emancipation Proclamation that declared forever free those slaves within the Confederacy. Mm. What do you think about that?
1: I think it's fantastic. I think that that's an amazing thing.
0: Actually, there's a little side note here that I think is fascinating because when I was in college again, hate to reference college, kids go to college, it's so much fun. But I actually found out that he was traveling by the Mississippi River Mm -hmm. and saw the way that these slaves were being treated and he said in a speech in the town of New York he said that it was an abolishment to hum- human um, human humans. Sorry, I can't get it out.
1: Abomination? an
0: Abomination. There you go. It's an abomination to human life that it is completely horrible and ragged and he would not support it. This is what would bring us into a civil war.
1: It was uh, a yeah. civil war, yeah.
0: And this was a civil war between the northern states and the southern states. That's right. And I know this because I was raised in the south and I've seen Gone with the Wind enough times to tell you everything you need to know and yes, I think that Scarlet should have stayed with Rhett Butler.
1: I have never seen *Conway with the Wind. So good. um, But I am anti-slavery.
0: I am too. I totally agree. I think that it's amazing what Abraham Lincoln tried to do. But he was also doing it.
1: That's right. He did.
0: Well, to a certain extent, there was a lot of pushback. So I think to give the kids an idea of what happened, you have all of these northern states who are actually supplying industrial, you know, tools to the southern states. So when they went to war, they cut that off. They and cut that off,
1: but also food was food and correct. textiles was cut down from there. Yeah. I mean, it's a very complex situation. I mean, a very complex situation, guys. Yes, very there complex is, situation. This is a very complex situation, because one, I mean, you have a president that's saying no more slavery. But the South relied on slave labor. Well, in and the North
0: did too, though. A lot of people don't talk about that. But one of the things is that.
1: But the North agreed with Lincoln.
0: They wanted to agree with Lincoln 100%, but they could not. And that is fact because when the North and South went to war, the Southern men could leave their slaves at home to watch their plantations and continue their farming while the men went off and fought or did whatever, which is also wrong. I mean, it's horrible what they did slavery-wise and everything else kind of. (laughs) But the food's good. I mean, but that's today. It's different. I'm, I'm talking New Orleans. Okay, anyways. So the North then actually said they wanted to free the slaves, but not free them entirely. They still did not give them land, they also employed them at lower rates, Mm. and actually some Northerners did have slaves as well. But the fight that started the civil war was the fact that southern states did not want the federal government telling them how to live in their state, which is really bad, right? Because it's like, you should say, okay, enslaving people is horrible, don't do that. But they were like, it's our country, it's our freedom, we'll do what we want. How dare you
1: oppress me and tell me I can't have slaves? How dare you stop me from oppressing others?
0: You're you're speaking as if you were the Southern people (laughs) back in the day. Yeah, yeah, and that's and it's weird, right? Because the way you just said that, that's exactly what they thought. They're like, how can you tell me what I can do, even though what I'm doing is hurting someone else? And you know, and Abraham Lincoln, um, you know, he never let the world forget that the Civil War involved an even larger issue. He stated most movingly in a dedicating the military cemetery at Gettysburg. You know, and I... and I Should I play a little bit of the Gettysburg Address? No,
1: let's not play the Gettysburg Address. Okay, do you want to
0: read just this little part right here? Yeah,
1: I mean, like, basically... He said uh, in the
0: Gettysburg Address...
1: Yeah, he said that... That that we here highly resolve that these dead shall not have died in vain, that this nation under God shall have a new birth of freedom, and that government of all people by the people, for the people shall not perish from this earth uh and that was the gettysburg address not
0: the full thing actually the full gettysburg address is two minutes and 50 seconds mm-hmm. which is wonderful you can look it up on youtube and take a listen to it it's, it's nice i like it <clears throat> um lincoln actually had two terms now i know the kids don't really know much about the government because they're little right now so let's explain to them what are terms and why can't a president run after two terms
1: Uh, It's in the constitution Basically a term is four years A president is elected For one A single term at a time He can only serve two terms So uh, Two Eight years Uh, Two consecutive Eight years He can be president
0: Right, and you know that's really interesting because during the eight-year period, you know they, it's hard for presidents to get things done. I feel like there's, you know, they have to have Senate and Congress involved and, you know, and there's a lot of push there. Um, but yeah. Lincoln had two terms. Now, most
1: presidents have two terms.
0: So I'm not gonna say any names, most, but most, one didn't.
1: <laughs> most presidents have well, two terms. To
0: Richard Nixon and yeah. Donald J. Trump.
1: Yeah, basically, unless they are Who horribly else? unpopular. Yeah. There's, a couple, there's a couple more. Responded. There's got to be
0: a couple more. Yeah, a couple uh, that's the only people, two I can think of off the top of my head right yeah, now. There's a
1: couple that died like a month into office. Well, and if a
0: president dies, his vice president gets to assume position. Isn't that correct? Oh, that is true. Now, right now, um, Lincoln, I'm going to go back to Lincoln real quick because he won a re-election in 1864. And he was at the... So, <sighs> I'm, I'm going to tell you guys, it's kind of sad what happened to Abraham Lincoln, but this is history so these are facts um on good friday april fourteenth, 1865 lincoln was assassinated which means he was killed
1: he was killed at the ford theater
0: in washington
1: by john wilkes booth
0: that vampire you were talking about
1: that oh you ruined it for me I was,
0: oh, i'm sorry i was so it excited actor
1: slash vampire
0: he wasn't a vampire you guys um he was an actor and he thought that he was helping the south mm-hmm. and actually it was the opposite
1: yeah basically made it uh, made it impossible uh, to make peace with South.
0: Yeah, so I really think that that's a wonderful introduction to Abraham Lincoln. Now I'm going to talk to you a little bit about presidents that we like because I think me and your dad have a pretty good list here. Um, currently our president is
1: Joseph <laughs> <Robinette> Biden.
0: <laughs> I don't think that's his middle name. I think we
1: should look it up. I'm Joe- going to
0: look it up real quick. It's Joe Biden.
1: Joseph yeah.
0: Joe Biden is the 46th U.S. president, and I'm going to go and click on his... All right, there he is. Let's see. President Biden. No, nope, that did not help. No,
1: come on. Just full name. Just go get us his Wikipedia. <laughs> uh,
0: Hang on. Joe Biden, full name. There we go. Joseph Robinette Biden Jr. JRB.
1: Like I said, Joseph Robinet Biden.
0: <laughs> you are right. Now also an interesting point is is that his vice president is a female. For the first time in history, kids. Kamala. Kamala. Harris,
1: Kamala Harris,
0: and she is a vice president which is really cool because but, uh, there's never been a female vice president. And on top of that, she has African American descent and Asian descent.
1: Mm-hmm. She's like so. everybody's vice president. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and that's interesting and fun to, to know because it really gives you hope, you know, that you can, that it can be diverse and beautiful. And that's what I believe America represents. We are a melting pot of beautiful people from all around the world. Mm-hmm. And we all come here to make great food. <laughs> uh, anyway, so to go for it, um, I was going to ask your father, who was your favorite president?
1: The My favorite president? The mm-hmm. most moving president? I would say, I, I like a couple of them. I mean, like Old Hickory was my favorite. Andrew Jackson was probably one of my favorite presents. Andrew
0: Jackson? Yeah, I
1: did a report on him when I was sixth grade. And I, You're
0: gonna have to tell me why Andrew old, Jackson. I
1: don't know. It was just a, somebody told me do a report on Andrew Jackson.
0: Was it because he was an American soldier?
1: He was also old. Hickory. He adopted Hickory. three
0: sons. Old
1: Hickory. That's what they call him.
0: Old Hickory. I old didn't like that. Yeah. Old Hickory. What is this guy? Oh my gosh, his hair. Yeah, yeah. Look at that hairline.
1: Well, there have been you know, there have been amazing men Uh, men or currently there have been amazing men have been presidents uh, throughout the history of our great nation he was just one of them Uh, usually presidents had uh, traditionally back in the day uh, presidents had military service associated with their past uh, but nowadays not so much I mean Franklin Franklin Delano Roosevelt was probably one of my other favorite presidents Uh, the president that was in response uh, that was in place during the Pearl Harbor attacks, uh, mm-hmm. hear, I
0: like him a lot. Actually, him. I like his speech on fear. Um, he's, you know, he talks about after the, um, you know, the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. After Pearl Harbor was and bombed, and men
1: carrying big sticks.
0: <laughs> Why big sticks? What are you talking about? His
1: predecessor said, "Speak softly and carry a big stick." Oh,
0: well, and and this was now the kids might not know what Pearl Harbor is, and we'll just touch on it for a second, but. Pearl Harbor was when um, the Japanese bombed our Hawaii Islands.
1: Yes. Actually, it was not a very good... Well... It was a surprise attack because we were not directly engaged with the war. We were supporting the, the allies, uh, but they ended up uh, bombing Pearl Harbor. Basically, it was a strategic move because they thought that sooner or later we would get engaged into the war, so they tried to take out the Pacific Fleet.
0: Now, we, yeah, the Pacific Fleet was part of the naval base. So you yeah. have very large boats sitting all, and they were all in one area, which was very rare at the time. So for Japanese intelligence to gain this knowledge and then go in at the right time Took a lot of patience and planning. I mean, you know, this was huge. It, it uh, What was the boat that the people got trapped in? Arizona. The Arizona. That I was, was still there. I was still uh, there I was and right it's right above it. Yeah. And it's um, it, it's actually near Honolulu, Hawaii. Um, mm-hmm. We used to live in Hawaii. So we uh, we flew over that. I remember looking at it and you can see the ship still sunk there. They're still there. They never brought them up.
1: Yeah. they never, That's why it's but called, that's the crazy, Arizona, right? that's called the Arizona Memorial because yeah. it was too much of an undertaking to get them out. We were, they were entombed in perpetuity
0: yeah and so I thought that that was interesting but I, I love I, I really do like to read uh, World War two I like to read about Pearl Harbor um, history is really fun guys um, you can read about it and have a good time just reading anything's wonderful um, one of my favorite presents uh, let me think I have so many all of them <clears throat> well most recently I worked on the Presidential campaign for John Kasich, which later turned into Trump. That was four years ago. Yes, I know it's embarrassing, but I was excited to be a part of the presidential debate during the time um, I was studying polyscience and I was doing volunteer work. I worked with John Kasich, who was wonderful. He's a Republican. Um, Senator at the time who's running for president. Uh, eventually, I would end up working for Trump for a little while. Um, I'm not so much a fan of Trump, uh, but not I so do. <laughs> not so much. Not so much. I, you know, but um, I, I don't always agree with everything every president does.
1: Well, you're not supposed to. I mean, every great leader is going to have opposition.
0: Yeah, You're I can't not, have hundred percent. I like you. Yeah, like, I, it's some things I like, some things I don't. But you know what I do love is a good president who has honesty and integrity. You can always respect important.
1: the president, and the, the decisions they make.
0: Yeah, it, well, I mean, as long as it doesn't cause mass hysteria and problems, you know. <laughs> I'm not saying any names, but I do really like um, I like Ronald Reagan and Jimmy Carter. Actually, um, I like their libraries of debates.
1: They got good libraries. That's what you get. That's what you get, guys. After you become president, for a, after you become you president, you get a
0: presidential library. You get a
1: presidential. You know, library. we've
0: totally forgot to tell the kids where the president lives.
1: Uh, sixteen hundred Pennsylvania Avenue. I have it memorized. In Washington. Yes, Washington D.C. It's called the White. Uh, the White House. The White House.
0: Is it really white?
1: Yes, it is really white. Actually, it it wasn't referred to as the White House until after. No, the Civil you War.
0: said originally it was a purple house. Yeah, it
1: was the purple house, but okay. It's so, Barney's house. But it wasn't really referred to as the White House until after, or after the Civil War. Um, during the Civil War, the White House was actually damaged. Uh, it suffered some uh, fire damage, and they re—I uh, guess you can say they they rebuilt it, and then they painted it a bright white, and then and then henceforth. Was called the White House.
0: Yeah, that's actually true. In 1814, during the War of 1812, the mansion was set ablaze by the British Army in the burning of Washington, destroying the interior and charring much of the exterior, which means the inside and the outside. Reconstruction began almost immediately, and President James Monroe, who was the fifth president, moved into the partially reconstructed executive residence in October 1817. Yeah, that's interesting. I like that. I mean, that's just, it's cool because, like, we have a place. That our president stays at. Now we also spoke about Secret Service, and I thought it'd be fun to tell the kids what Secret Service was. What not, is you're not the secret, to talk secret, about service? Secret, secret Service? But <laughs> the first rule of Fight Club is you don't talk about Fight Club. <laughs> no,
1: Secret Service uh, essentially is the Protective Service uh, that guards primarily the president. However, they do have other, they do actually have other, uh, other areas uh, of concern or other domain of concern. I think one of them is uh, counterfeiting. Is actually one of them.
0: Yeah, is the Secret Service and the FBI the same? No. They're both in the business of serving, protecting, and investigating, but the FBI is uh, broader in the investigative duties. But I also think it's cool that once a president becomes president, he has Secret Service until he dies.
1: Makes yeah.
0: sense.
1: Makes sense. Yeah. See, I mean, now, like, who
0: pays for these people?
1: <laughs> us.
0: <laughs> Taxpayers. Yeah. Which you'll learn more about taxes when you get older. Wonderful, wonderful. Um, I also really, so I told you guys I liked Ronald Reagan. I like Jimmy Carter. Um, I like them. I also like uh, JFK. JFK is really great. I like him because he was the one who wanted to go to the moon. And I also like him because he stood up for, uh, he stood up against inequality. And I feel like he, he also was assassinated, which is sad. But I also really like, last one, I like Barack Obama. No. I love Barack Obama. Love him, huh? I love you, Barack Obama, if you're listening.
1: <laughs> I'm sure he is. He's like, I love him. He's one of our two followers.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I really like him because he's so personable. And I love Michelle Obama. Like, I'm sorry. I'm just putting this out in the air. If Michelle Obama would run for president, I would vote for her. I think she is phenomenal. Although I don't think she would run for it because she wasn't a big fan of it. Um, I like the way he talks. You know, he. Uh, I didn't agree with 100% what he did um but there was a lot of things i liked like his universal health care. i liked uh, the attempt there that was a beautiful attempt and when you become president i assume it's hard to get things done with congress and senate which we will tell you guys about more about the what the construction of our democracy
1: that so, be the yeah. const-
0: correct way? we'll do it, we'll do it. Um, that is pretty much president's day uh, i think that Ooh, hold on sorry That's pretty much President's Day. Uh, If you guys have any songs, I mean any, if you guys have any questions, just let us know.
1: Yes, let us know.
0: And I think that's pretty much it. So it it honors all presidents. We're happy to be Americans. We're happy to be here. We love our presidents and we love you guys. And we hope that this answers any questions that you have. Hope that you learned something new and yeah.
1: I think Canadians are very angry that we call ourselves Americans.
0: Oh, man, I totally forgot to tell the kids how old America is. Oh, no, is it 264? Yeah, something like that.
1: 264 ah. years, Two hundred. And Canada is
0: 150, 150, 150 153. years.
1: 153.
0: Wait, how old is America? I believe it was. I think I'm right. 243 years old. Sorry, I was a little it's off. It's a very
1: young nation.
0: Well as of 2019 so actually it's 244 years yeah well yeah that sense. is pretty young. Russias we, we've a, only years been old. a country actually, Russia
1: is a uh, 800 to a thousand years old now.
0: Russia is how old it, let's see let's see russia is ruled by the vikings (laughs) all right so like 862 i don't know it's russia i don't know how we got there but yeah i think that's interesting because actually as a nation we're very young in the grand scheme of things when you look at everywhere else globally you know like africa is like oh my god crazy old but um hope this cleared up any questions you guys had make sure that you do your very best be honest be kind and we love you
1: We do love you.
0: We do love you.
1: So much. So much.
0: Wait, is it working? (laughs) So much. Yeah, (laughs) so much. (laughs)